heard that safe drivers get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw an ad for a vintage baseball cap, and now you find yourself checking the stats of that team's second baseman in 97, wondering why his stolen base total dropped after his rookie season. Wonder how much his rookie card is worth. Yes, they said it was easy to save money with Snapshot from Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. At Discount Tire, you can shop online and get the same trusted advice you get from the stores. Then just book a time that's convenient for you. When you get to the store, you can stay safe with a new touchless experience. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Welcome back for another episode of Kaiju Curry House. Happy New Year. Today is episode 24. I am joined by Joe and gift extraordinaire, Paul. How are the two of you? Doing great. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Good, thank you. Happy New Year. Splendid. Um, Speaking of gifts, thank you very much to Mr. Paul because he gifted me Gift in inverted commas, Mimic 2. That's right. What are my plans for 2020? I'll be watching Mimic 2 at some point. Therefore, I will get you the review that I promised you last year. That will be happening. Joe, what have Kaiju been up to? Right. Um, I have been hanging out with family over the holidays, and I was gifted with a couple of goodies, such as the NECA 1962 Godzilla, which is fantastic it comes with a breath effect the tail is not a bendable uh, articulation it is actually segmented and the figure has a really great heft to it so it, that it's much bigger than the other NECA figures i personally feel so it, if you could find it out in the wild folks or even if you can just get it online i would totally snap that up while it's still available it is a great figure what price does that come through at um, well, it was a Christmas present to me, so it came through at a whopping goodwill towards man. But um, it—I uh, think it's usually like around thirty quid, something like that, twenty-six to thirty quid. Yeah, they pack such a good punch, Necker, don't they, for the price? They do, and it came in that new packaging as well that has the poster art on the outside, and then it has that uh, kind of handle that you can open up, and it has the uh, window. So oh, for yeah. a collector, it's it's also got great packaging. So happy yeah, it's Splendid. This is the podcast where we get excited about packaging. <laughs> well, Jason came on, you know, like a couple episodes ago he and did, talked did to us about yeah. how he, he collects the packaging. And you ha- I have to admit, seeing the poster mm. art on the packaging, like the the other Neki figures that have, you know, like the Noriashi artwork on it, like mm. that's kind of like a hard thing to throw away because like, wow, this, this artwork is so beautiful. But the 1962 Godzilla's packaging was just quite simply, you know, the suit's against a red background and some Japanese writing on it. So not overly attached to that, but no, it's great fig. Great fig. Yeah. Yeah. Splendid. That sounds good. And what else happened over Christmas that was Kaiju related, Joe? Um, I got the Criterion um, Blu-ray set, which is ginormous and it's got some really cool artwork. It's, 
pretty great. Um, I haven't actually popped one the, the Blu-rays in yet, but the first one that's going to get it is uh, King Kong versus Godzilla because I have yet to see the Japanese version, and that has me really excited. Paul, what do you got going on? What were kaiju up to over the Christmas break? Uh, is there a kaiju-related Christmas pun that we can make? Because feedback that I got from one of our listeners was that the what a kaiju we up to pun is fine, but we need more in our artillery. So just, you know, food for thought, we need to work on that, guys. Okay, yeah. I'll try to think of some more awful kaiju puns for you. Dad power's <laughs> activated. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Dad, I was at the Yeah, go on, Paul. What yeah, you I, to? I didn't really get much kaiju stuff over the festive period. I did get a necker, but it wasn't um, kaiju. So, yeah, the only thing I did. What, why are you even here? Yes. Yeah, I know. I know because I already own everything I want. That, that's such a dad thing to say, as well, isn't it? Oh, I, I own everything I need. You know, I want now. It is. Yeah. What do you want for Christmas? Nothing. Yes. Socks. I'm getting to that age now. Okay. I'm maturing. Yeah. What What kaiju things did you do? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay, but no, I did watch a kaiju film that was goddamn awful. Wow. Wow. Hard. Have either of you seen Monster Island? Um. No, you haven't. Have you? I think so. Yeah. Have, you have. Is that? Is that like the uh, the sci-fi channel, like made-for-TV yes, like movie a... type thing? Yeah. Yes. You say you know where this kaiju killer is. Monster Island. You take it out now. Go, go, go! Come on! They're big, really big. Sorry, what was the film called? Monster Island. Monster Island. Yeah, it's got a great, you know, piece of cover art, and okay. the film is just terrible, absolutely terrible. I had the, the, the great kaiju. Is that the one with the sub and like the giant, the giant starfish and whatnot? Yes, yeah, the giant starfish that lays a load of eggs, and they all hatch, and they're they're kind of like the ass blasters, but not the beefy kind, like the skinny ones from Tremors Three, and then the big kaiju at the end. So you loved does it. Nothing. Yeah, you should love it. Yeah, sh- yeah. Come on, Paul. What's going on here? <laughs> okay, they are—they are the best thing about the film, and are, that's really not saying much. Are you using Tremors as a way to berate another film? I'm using Tremors three. Kind of, I mean, like the year has changed you. Tremors three as a way. <laughs> it has. You've aged. I mean, you're not doing much kaiju stuff over Christmas. You're not rating a film. You're comparing it to Tremors negatively. You've changed. I've changed. New year, new year, new Paul. New years, yeah. New year, new me. I'm, I'm not liking the new Paul. This is not good. No. I will tr- oh. do some kaijui stuff. I have got a stack of things to Hang do. Hang on a second. What? Why? 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 What? The film's called Monster Island. When? When? Yeah, Monster Island. Isn't that where Big G lives? Not in this film. Well, yeah, fair point. But like, isn't isn't Godzilla literally from a place called Monster Island? I don't think that's where he's actually from. I think that's where they keep them. Ogasawara Island is um, somehow. How did they capture all them? How did they get them all onto Monster Island? They kind of breeze over that, honestly. <laughs> um, Skip that bit. Amazon Prime delivery. <laughs> I think. I think what it was was Monster Island was originally Songol Island from Son of Godzilla, and they were all just kind of there to begin with. So so what ones weren't there there just kind of found their way, because... I suppose they want to be near friends, don't they? Yeah, you know. I mean, I'd say that we could do an episode just looking at the plot holes of Godzilla, (laughs) but... You you could do. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, it wouldn't be much fun, (laughs) would it? Well, Godzilla, the series, the one with the... the Godzilla kind of goes over. 
Yeah, they go over that monster island, how they all cap, how they capture them and put them on that island. So there you go. Oh, look at that! Mm-hmm. That was a great series. Oh yeah. Um. So you watched uh, oh, Monster, monster Island, and I would and not recommend have... it to anyone. <laughs> Splendid. Well, we do want this podcast to be where we recommend stuff, not just saying steer clear of this. And given that I'm about to slate Mimic 2 when I watch it, we do need to <laughs> present some positive <laughs> material today, guys. Let's find some good Yeah, we, we need to be positive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for myself, I had quite a few things, actually. I was fortunate enough to open up the Criterion Collection. I mentioned it in a previous episode. And my daughter sat through enthralled by Godzilla vs. Megalon. She watched it from start to finish. That's an edgy film to show a kid. Wait, wait, wait. How is edgy? Godzilla Ah. vs. Gigant. Isn't that like... the? No, 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 Godzilla vs. Megalon. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Gigant's just in that one. He's he's the best part, right? Um... (laughs) Go go, go on. How how is Godzilla vs. Gigant edgy? Well, there's there's a monster with, with a... Yeah, there's one. There's a monster with a chainsaw tummy. That's that's literally edgy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Hey, dead power's activated. We got. Yeah, we it's got, good. We it's got, good. More of this. Puns. Anyway, yeah, but I mean, like, there's blood. Um, the cockroach guys. I'll tell you what. You know, like, <laughs> I tell you what is an edgy Godzilla film that I won't be playing for my daughter. Uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla from the Showa collection, because at one point Mechagodzilla literally rips open and snaps uh, Angerus's jaw. That was traumatizing as a child. That was super traumatizing. Oh, not good. It was not uh, good. Oh, oh. Uh, that was not a great moment. But no, we we watched Godzilla versus Megalon, and the way I sold it to her was. Jet Jaggy was in this film. Actually, Jet Jaggy was in this more than Godzilla, which is true. She really got into it. Uh, the only part she didn't like where I suppose you could say the film was a bit edgy for a child perspective was that there's a point towards the end of the film where they fly a plane at the face of one of the baddies. And there's a bit of blood and she's like, oh, that's not very nice. I'm like, yeah, he's a baddie. You know, black and white approach to the film. Yeah, there are baddies and there are goodies, and baddies deserve planes to the face. This is <laughs> yeah, yeah, seems fair. And then later they get crushed by boulders. <laughs> yeah, completely fair. Other things that I've been up to, I would like to give a shout out to my friend Nikki, who gave me the four Godzilla King of the Monsters posters. They're about A4 sized: uh, Mothra, Rodan, King Ghidorah, and Godzilla, and they have been framed for me as a Christmas present. They're up on my wall and I'm absolutely delighted with them. So, very pleased about that. What is the format for tonight, Mr. Paul? Uh, well, as you've seen, I've I've gone onto Internet and Movie Database and typed in the keyword Kaiju and Creature Feature along with release of 2020 so we can see what awaits us this year in the realm of Kaiju. Hopefully some think that's better than monster island and mimic 2 we we have some absolute goodies ahead don't we i hope in so. order of what you posted paul we have antlers ghoul the prey legend of carnoctus wow dwellers the harvest bloodspawn uh attack of buckleena <laughs> 
Apparently. Ukatina, I don't know. Tremors, a new Tremors film, Tremors 7. <laughs> Underwater, Creatures, and Monster Hunter. I'm just starting to just so, expect a new Tremors film every time we do a podcast. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? <laughs> no, it's absolutely fine. Um, what would you like to start with? I'll I tell you what, has anything come up on either of your radars that you think, you know what, rather than like searching up, what has come to you that you're excited about? Underwater yeah, seems actually. like a really interesting thing. They're they're doing a lot of stealth marketing for that. I don't really know what that film's going to be about. I haven't really looked into it because I want to be pleasantly surprised, but so by all accounts, what I have seen looks really good. I'm excited to see it. Listen carefully. You are now 5,000 miles from land. And you're descending seven miles to the bottom of the ocean. See you all in a month. Okay, well... Sorry, I'll start again. Okay. Shall I tell you what I know about underwater? It's underwater. (laughs) It is underwater. The vibes that I got from it... um, Have either of you seen the 90s film Sphere? Of course. Yeah, I I totally get where you're going there, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, Sort of Dustin Hoffman and uh, Sharon Stone. Yes, that sounds right. But it's not a real Sharon Stone film because she keeps her clothes on. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Um, But (laughs) I know, terrible. (laughs) Think of the children. Uh, Yes. They know what I mean. Underwater, Do I they? got sphere vibes from it. <laughs> Let's hope not. Sorry, can I take a second? Alex is now crying. <laughs> I have. I have called him out. Yes. Wow. Um, oh. do, you need a, do you need a moment? I do need a I'm having a moment. Um, underwater... I'm not going to repeat myself now. It's a subterranean horror film. It's got Kirsten Stewart, who obviously was in the Twilight films. More. Um, Wait, Underwater's got her in it? Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, all right. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a bad thing, is it? I'll be against her. Would you rather Sharon Stone in it? I would. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also more interestingly got TJ Miller in who I wasn't sure who that was but like I recognised his face rather than his name I know the name yeah well he was Hudson in Cloverfield he's ah, the cameraman okay. oh right okay yep so he was the he's like the funny guy behind the camera yeah yeah, he's the funny guy behind the camera who you see at the very start of the film, obviously, at the end. And he was also a character called Weasel in Deadpool. Uh. He's the guy at the bar who kind of has the, the banter with Deadpool, um, if you know who I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so he's been in bits and pieces. He's not like a, a big name, but he has been in some stuff. And I feel like he's got a decent enough link to kind of kaiju films that he looks well placed for it. Having watched the trailer for Underwater, Kirsten Stewart looks alright. She is the main character in it. It's centred around her. Okay, strong female lead. Underwater. Have I just basically have, have I ruined the vibe for you? Because like, Joe, you're <laughs> Joe, looking a bit yeah, flat Joe now. Sounds disappointing now, but I'm still fully on board. Yeah. Um, was it a budget of 80 million? So it should be decent. Well, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm, I'm still on board. But like, I think I view Kristen Stewart with the same view that a lot of Star Wars fans would view Hayden Christensen. Oh wow! Okay. Can you say that? <laughs> can you say that again slower so everyone hears that? Because that was savage. Yeah, that that was a Star Wars reference. You're not getting that again. 
<laughs> no, 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 you're right though. Um, directing, it's William Eubank, and I looked him up. He's not been in anything that I recognize. I mean, he has been in stuff. Um, you know, this is like he's directed plenty of films, but nothing that stood out to me, and certainly nothing kaiju. So it's a new venture for William Eubank. Um, other films that stood out to you? Well, Godzilla versus Kong. I'm I'm kind of pumped for that. <laughs> Are you actually? Are you looking forward to it? All right. All I'm going to say here, right, is Superman didn't flat out win Batman versus Superman, and I was like, really? So now we have like tripled Kong size, and I'm just sitting here thinking like. Really? Is this really what's going to happen here? I mean, I, I, supposedly it's under heavy reshoots um, at the moment. Um, the studio wants it to be the best film that it can be, which I hope it is. I'm glad that they're reshooting because that means that they're listening to test audiences, which is a good thing. What I am just concerned about is like, I don't want Kong to win. Godzilla, Godzilla literally tanked a nuclear weapon to the face in the last film. We don't know if either of them are going to win. I feel... Well, in Freddy versus Jason... <laughs> oh, God. And I'm sorry... Really? Right, <laughs> right, bear with me, okay? Which one won out of Freddy versus Jason? I can't remember the film was that bad. Well, I remember that. In I... Alien versus Predator, who won? Which one? Oh, right, work with me here, guys. <laughs> the point I'm making is: is there always is there always a clear winner? No. Yeah, there's not going to be no. There's not going to be a clear winner or loser. Aliens versus Predator. No. Whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> Beautiful. My brother and I went and saw that Alien versus Predator. Uh, Alien versus Predator Requiem was released on like Christmas. And where mm. we were at the time, they didn't really have much going on on Christmas. And my brother and I were like, yeah, so what are we going to do? And I'm like, well, there's an Alien versus Predator movie. And Joe, we like Alien. We like Predator. We hadn't seen it, so we went and saw it. And we were just like, we came back. I just remember my brother and I just sitting on chairs opposite from one another. I was like, what did we just watch? He's like, I'm like I feel like a bad person. <laughs> like, what was going on there? Did every pregnant woman have to die? It's just, oh. Yikes. Well, it was kind of a yikes film, but mm. it, it gave more to the Predator in that film. That that was, I mean, like in the first Alien vs. Predator movie, that, like most of the Predators die in like the first 10 minutes, you know? Of, well, at least after the aliens come around. Yeah. So I was kind of like, oh, come yeah. on, these experienced extraterrestrial hunters and stuff. And then they kind of like, well, they're just like the kids in training, you know? They aren't like real Predators, so... Okay, but I wanted to see a real predator do stuff. And Requiem gave us the real predator doing stuff. But it also put aliens in like the middle of like a civilian town. And we got to see essentially what would have happened at Hadley's Hope, which is the colony that is uh, infested in the movie Aliens. So we got to see that town and all the families and everything taken out. But I can't say that it was done tastefully. <laughs> They had a lot of great practical effects in the film, but I'm yeah. sorry because Predator Two was done so tastefully. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, stunned into <laughs> silence. Next film, The Harvest. Have you looked it up, guys? Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I've got I've got thir- I've got thirty seconds on this <laughs> film. The Harvest, farmhouse vibes, cornfields. People are in a cornfield. The cornfields are spooky and haunted. There are monsters there. It's a minor film. It's directed by Josh and Dan Brown. That is all I got. Yeah, I'm expecting. There's not much like going a there. Slasher, te- like, like a teen slasher, yeah. but there's going to be a monster. Very in, very in much the so. Yeah, there's a gentleman who welcome. Gentleman who welcomes them into the house, he's supposedly safe, but he's not. He knows more about what's going on than they do. It sounds more horror than kaiju. I'm not sure it's one to watch, really. But it's certainly on the radar as kind of vaguely I think there. it could be a fun yeah. film. It's not going to be great, is it? Um, Define fun. I like horror, like teen slash films, stuff like Scream, and I know what you did last summer, where... There's going to be some jump scares. There's going to be some creatures running through the forest. There's going to be some blood and guts. Yeah. It's just I think nonsense. Switch your brain off and just watch. My favourite slasher film is Cabin in the Woods, if you want to consider that. Let's now see Cabin in the Woods. There's clear kaiju links there. That's got a lot of creatures yeah. in it, hasn't it? I know. But, it's but got, that, it's got loads of creatures. That is, that is, in my opinion, the most fun one. Of course, on, on, yeah. the, on yeah. the other side, if you want to take monsters and stuff completely out of it... Dale and Tucker versus Evil was pretty fantastic. That was a great film. <laughs> no, that yeah, that was a really good film. Oh, pancakes! You don't like pancakes. <laughs> I think it it comes back to spot the host who hasn't seen Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Oh yeah, I was going to say I'm, I'm I definitely fall into that category. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I was just thinking that there's. The question to be raised, uh, where do you draw the line between a kaiju film and a horror film? Because in previous episodes, when I've mentioned films, and I think one of them was It Follows, the immediate response from Paul was, mm, well, that, that's not really kaiju. And Well, yeah, I mean, like, okay, you, you kind of, I mean, no offense, Al, but you kind of whiffed on that one. I mean, it's kind of a demonic... What, what, what does whiffed? mean so okay I, I apologize that's kind of an american baseball term it's like a swing and a miss it okay. makes that no that, makes that's that fine sound <laughs> yeah, yeah but okay. um anyway thank you for anglicizing that for me <laughs> no I'm, I'm sure i did like i i swung and i missed. think that that's like but, a supernatural thriller that's what i would put that one down as but then it does kind of beggar the question of how do we clearly distinguish between kind of the films on this list for, that are going to be creature features and the films on this list that are, no, they're a slasher horror. H- how do we distinguish between them? And let's take our first break. And when we return, we can waffle <laughs> on more about other films that are possibly horror, possibly kaiju. Hello, this is Ray from the Heroes Podcast Network, and I am here to tell you about Screen Heroes. Do you love superheroes? What about superheroes in film and TV? How about weird rankings like top five lists or maybe three people just arguing about top five lists? Either way, we are the podcast for you. Check us out every Tuesday night live on Twitch or subscribe to Screen Heroes Podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Google Play. Now, back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Welcome back to Kaiju Curry House. We are going over the 2020 lineup for kaiju, monster, and horror films that we are interested in. Right before the break, we were talking about 
what actually qualifies as a kaiju film versus a horror or creature feature. So, prepare. Yeah, because down the line, we'll have listeners who say, well, I listened to them back in spring 2019 when they were purely kaiju, and they've watered themselves down now. They've made themselves more accessible to the wide, the wider audience, but in doing so, they've sold out. They're not even a kaiju podcast anymore. They're a horror podcast. That's what I'm concerned about. Oh, I don't want to be a sellout. Yeah, I don't want to be a sellout either. <laughs> no. no. We like we liked kaiju before it was cool. <laughs> exactly. So when I whiff, is that the right word? Whiff? Yeah. When any one of us whiff on suggesting a film that's not strictly kaiju, we need to have like a code word or like a phrase of no stop right there. Stop, you're wrong. That's that's not kaiju. We need to have that. Antlers. I think Antlers is the most interesting film that's on its way for 2020. I am actually more excited about Antlers than I am about Godzilla vs. Kong. Have either of you watched the trailer for that? Yes. No, because when I heard, when I just heard that name, Antlers, all I thought about was Tusk. Okay, what is Tusk? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Paul's seen it. I haven't seen it, but I do want to. No, I, I, I want to see it. Right, it's about... It was just... It's a Kevin Smith film with Justin Long. Yeah, it was Kevin Smith trying to make a ridiculous film, and he succeeded. Okay. Basically, this guy, like this crazy old man, abducts this teenager, early 20s type, and he basically does surgery on him until he looks like a walrus. And this is out of guilt, because at one point he killed a walrus. And he was friends with the walrus. So this... Sounds awful. (laughs) Uh, I I can't give it a firm recommend. I mean, I didn't pay any money to see this film. And I kept hearing about it. And it had practical effects. And Kevin Smith is Kevin Smith. And it was... People were getting really... I mean, it was either a love it or hate it. As in... As in mole rats, Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that Kevin Smith. But um, he... He made this film and people were either love it or hate it. And I was like, all right, well, we'll try this. And I watched it and I am not in the love it camp. Fair enough. Well, I hope that you like Antlers more than Tusk. It's directed by Scott Cooper, who has predominantly been a country and Western film director. Um, Looking through IMDb, he's done a lot of Western films. Like, loads. And this very much is a horror and mystery film. It's definitely a kaiju film. It's got, you know, a strange beast. It's an animal. Is there a myth behind it? Possibly. It's set in Oregon. And it's based on the story called The Quiet Boy. Producing it has Del Toro involved. So, yeah. I think... We're at the point now where if Del Toro is producing something, it's going to be half decent. People said that was Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like Del Toro more than Spielberg. All right. But give that a look. I, I think Antlers looks No, I'm with you, actually. This does look... I think the trailer's really good. It, does, it doesn't really show too much... I like no, that it's, it it's, yeah. It looks like it's gonna be a dark, as you say, a, a horror mystery based on folklore. The I mean, the acting in the trailer seems quite good. It's like a young child, isn't it? 
and they're always quite creepy. Yeah, but, young uh, <laughs> child, but decent child actor. Yeah, they are. Our children are creepy. Um, I think we can all agree there as parents. But I don't know, just the tone that I got from it. I mean, looking through the list of films that you recommended, Paul, so I'm, I'm blaming you for anything that's not good this year, regardless of who directed it. If it's a good film, you know, uh, then then fantastic. But if it's a bad film, it's because Paul recommended it. And wow. well done, Paul. Antlers looks pretty... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Okay. Uh, the pressure's on. Um, Check out Antlers. Yeah. The Prey, Legend of Carnoctus. That was difficult. Oh, this looks great fun. It has Danny Trejo in. We love Danny Trejo. Who is renowned for very serious acting <laughs> in very serious films. Really? Yes. Really? Oscar winning. Yes, he is. Can, can we um, name one serious film, please? <laughs> from Dust Till Dawn? It, um, one serious film that... Uh, machete, machete Kills? His ca- machete Kills again? His character was serious for the all... Yeah, there we go. <laughs> For, for the t- for the ten minutes that Danny Trejo was in Breaking Bad before he gets his head cut off and put on a turtle, right. that that was serious, right? But he's been he's been in so many films. There must be some serious ones, right? Okay, uh, I don't think there are. Oh, Heat. He was in Heat. He was in That's Heat. Serious. Well, like the magazine for ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great article. <laughs> The children will be so confused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. But anyway, we love love Daddy. Let us pull ourselves out of that gutter. (laughs) Let's not go in there. (laughs) Right, so... Um, Uh, But, like, explaining the film, the prey legend of Carnoctus, US soldiers fighting the Taliban, cave creature... Co-directed by the Hensman brothers, who've done Jackal to date. So, yeah, it, it's budget. It looks silly. It looks like the Predator. It looks like a budget Predator. If you feel like you're... Yeah, budget Predator. If you feel like you're lacking the US versus Middle East in conflict at the moment, then check out The Prey. I think that's going to be a fun film. I don't know if it's going to be... I, you know, I don't know if it will be as tongue-in-cheek as a machete, but I hope it is. Well, I think the main thing for me is I want to know what the creature's like. If it if it's a half decent monster, then I'll probably enjoy it. But if if it's just kind of if it's just cheesy one liners and US soldiers versus Taliban, I'm not particularly that bothered. But um, Dwellers, directed by Drew Fortier, who also is the main actor in it, so oh, another very okay. very budget film. Where are you finding these, Paul? <laughs> this is what IMDb, IMDb told me when I typed in the word, um, I say, Kaiju and Creature mm. Feature for 2020. <sighs> so don't blame me. Blame the search <laughs> that the system has. Well, I was going to get all excited about um, the film directed by our Japanese friend Daisuke Sato. Is it, what's it called? The Howl? Oh, the Howl from the Fog? How, how do... um, what's it? So the how, how from beyond the, the fog. fog. Yeah, have I said it right? Yeah, you said it right. Yeah, uh, but then when I look at it, actually, it was released last year. So technically, we can't say it's twenty twenty release. But we're going to give it a good shout because it looks awesome. There we go. Yeah. Nice plug in there. Thank you. <laughs> um, other films that are on the horizon: Ghoul 
Do you know, I couldn't get anything on Google. I, I followed your link, Paul, and literally there was half a page. There's quite a graphic-looking picture, isn't it? There's a graphic-looking picture of a hand and blood, and that could be literally any horror film. So I'm putting up a potential warning sign of not relevant to kaiju. Fair enough. That, yeah, that's... I was going to say, Joe, 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 you're quiet by your standards tonight. I'm just listening. I mean... Well, okay, let's go by the storyline here. Um, a freelance <coughs> photographer moves into a new house in Las Vegas and thinks it's haunted, which would suggest non-kaiju. But a few people get brutally murdered by something horrible that is living in the attic. Yeah, and who are brutally murdered? What are the characters? Um, we've got the creepy handyman... An angry nosy neighbour, a low life thief, it and a few it more. It does not actually. <laughs> it does say that. It does say that in the plot synopsis. That is the actual synopsis. I think they yeah. did. They did that deliberately. They did that deliberately to like hook people. They have to have known what they were doing. Yeah, maybe. But the plot keywords are creature, monster, gothic. So it suggests it is a creature feature. I'm not going to say. Fair I'm enough. not saying it's going to be a good uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, I understand that, but, but like, there's definitely a Venn diagram to make, or some kind of chart where kind of on the fringes of what is kaiju, this is pretty far out. Like, it, it, this is scraping it's, the barrel it's a of what makes a kaiju creature. movie. Living in the attic. It's a strange creature. And you know what? The person that followed around those teenagers and It Follows was also a strange creature. What? Uh, no. I thought it was a ghost. It, it, isn't it? It Follows is a kaiju movie. <laughs> no! And, and I will fight you. I will I'll fight be- you on this. Was it, all right. Was it a living entity or was it something otherworldly, something demonic? It was... It was something otherworldly. All right. So I'm going to say that a kaiju is a living entity, a strange beast, and more often than not will be one of maybe, we'll call it a maximum of three like individuals of its kind. Okay. So like, so if we were going to give an example, so Kong, strange beast, large holotype of his species. There were others, but he's the last one. Iconic. Um... If we were going to do, I don't know what. So, all right, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Like we had that yes, movie on is like my favorite episode. He he is a strange beast. He is yes. singular, and he is a living creature. Okay. Okay. So I mean, like we're so you, kind of narrowing it down there. So like a werewolf. So like we went over werewolves, you know, in the past. Like we they, they are alive. We we, yeah, we, we waffled about that, but there are lots of werewolves. So at what point does it become a werewolf horror picture? Like that could be its own sub subgenre, like a vampire yeah. movie. You know, like that's a thing. But we like it because it has practical effects, and that's where we tie it into the movie magic that we enjoy. That kaiju film yes. spearhead so that is the link there how we end up waffling on subjects so we can have a well, kaiju meter from like one to ten of how much of a kaiju is it oh that's nice that, that's good this sounds like a, this sounds like a potential for alex to look up sound effects <laughs> later <laughs> this is gonna be, good. This be great <laughs> um and i think going with your point about is it alive or not is it a living creature sorry then a living corporal creature a living corporal creature because that that usefully filters out zombie movies, doesn't it? As not kaiju. Yeah, yeah. it'd be pretty tough to have a zombie kaiju. Yeah. 
Because while zombie films are great, they are numerous enough and distinctive enough in their own right that they're not kaiju movies. Yeah, because zombie films are horror films. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But werewolf movies are on the fringe of that because of your points above about uh, practical effects. And we like them. (laughs) Yeah, well, we we like creature features, which a werewolf would certainly qualify. And the whole reason we really got off on one was because uh, we were talking about Rick Baker and Harry the Hendersons and the amazing practical suit work that he was doing, which yeah, that's yes, it. that's that's like all the kaiju films that Rick, Rick Baker is the boy, isn't he? He is. He really is. Yeah, he is one of the greats. But there we go. That that's pretty much the stuff that. You flagged up, Paul. Um, well, we can't forget Tremors. My, well, I mean, I, okay. Well, yeah, no, no. I feel like Tremors deserves a little bit more conversation. But we 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 talk we we talk about Tremors every episode. We talk about Tremors all the time. Yeah, every episode it just finds its way in. <laughs> um, you know, we've mentioned Antlers, Ghoul. There's not much to go by there. The Prey that looks worth a shout. Dwellers. There's very little to go on. The Harvest. Here's one. Oh, go on. We're getting a quiet place too. Yes, I was gonna mention that. Which that will that yes. will qualify as a creature feature film, if not necessarily what I just um, find a kaiju as. But you know that is a creature feature, and a quiet and now, a quiet place was a good film. And so I'm with- that was literally flagged up to me earlier because I, I haven't seen a quiet place. Is a quiet place a creature feature? Yeah, the main antagonists are creatures, and the reason you have to be quiet is because they will zero in on anything making a noise, and they will kerpow it till it's dead. Um, they are not necessarily intelligent creatures. Um, they're made out, I think, to be aliens. But they don't seem like an intelligent spacefaring race. They seem more like attack drones. And um, they're like these big, spidery, yucky, dangerous things. And um, they, they would. Because I had the first one had Emily Blunt in, didn't it? Does the second one have Emily yes, Blunt? Yes, it does. Yes, yeah, she returns. Does. Okay. Yeah, um, not to give away too much, but yeah, I think the reason that I'm really interested in the second Quiet Place movie is because in the trailer, they show you how it all got started, which I think is a really fun thing to do. You know, you can when you jump backwards and forwards in time, I think that's a really great um, way to move a story forward and to show progression of character. And A Quiet Place is predominantly a character feature. I mean, like, it's a very great acting film because they aren't really talking. So, yeah, yes. it has it has, it has has big shoes to fill. You know, the first one was good, but the second one is coming out and it is a creature feature. I've also noted that Cillian Murphy's joined the second one. Now that he's not pratting on with Peaky Blinders, presumably he's a bit more free in his schedule. So that will draw in a lot of watchers, won't it? Have not seen Peaky Blinders. No, me neither. Sorry. Well, well, no, I, I haven't watched Peaky Blinders, but like, I can't like ignore the fact that it's everywhere. Kinda like, or it has been. Kind of like how Brian Cranston brought people to watch the the uh, Godzilla twenty fourteen film. Yeah. Because <laughs> that wasn't a bait and switch, was it? <laughs> that really wound me up. I'm going to strike a raw nerve with some of our listeners there. Yeah. <laughs> But oh well. But yeah, that's that's coming out. So I am I'm excited to see that. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And that will be directed by John Krasinski. What's the release date for that? Does anyone know? Don't have that off the top of my head. I just no, saw the trailer. But for if it. they got the trailers out, it's got to be 
Reasonably so. You're, all ter- you're terrible, terrible people. <sighs> Sorry, Alex. No. We're such a <laughs> yeah, we're very yeah, informative podcast hosts, as Alex you know, rapidly Google's this for us. <laughs> yes. You can tell that this is all scripted. This really is us just talking. Like as Yeah. yeah. But there's one of, other film that yeah. you haven't mentioned. My my powers of casual knowledge, it will be released sometime in March. There you go. There we are. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I pulled that from my brain. Thank you. Yeah. You've skipped past Monster Hunter. I skipped past Monster Hunter because no film made from a video game is ever a good idea. <laughs> okay. That's why. You pause well. right there. Wreck-It Ralph was great. <laughs> oh, Wreck-It Ralph's not a kaiju movie. Did we... T- <laughs> did- did I mishear you? You said video game to film. Yeah. Okay, but I'm thinking specifically about... No, no. I know, I know what you mean. But, I mean, he, he did really well. Well, I say okay, he did really right, well. Okay, can I say a couple of things? Right? Okay, go on. Right, Doom. Have you already seen Doom? Yeah. Yes, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> you were... Bring it on. Paul... Paul, sign off. Sign off now. <laughs> Alex, 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 pause, pause. That was a whiff. <laughs> How was that a whiff? Because you're like, uh, nobody, you were about to go, nobody likes Doom. And then Paul casually raises his hand. That's not even how I sound, Joe. <laughs> like a champion. And he goes, I liked it. I'm not even. God damn you, Joe. I don't even sound like I am that. not even trying to sound like you. God, who's speaking right now? I can't tell. I'm just. <laughs> I am so I am so angry right now. Leave me alone. Let me be angry. Um, another great video game movie. What? No, Doom was terrible. In what way? Oh. In what way? It had the rock in it. I mean, come on. Stop. No. Yeah, and Carl Urban. Oh yeah, amazing. Incredible acting. Yeah. Both sides. Yeah. I need to lie down. <laughs> Mortal Kombat? God, you've got to love Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was a great film back in the- That soundtrack. Uh, everybody oh, loved that song. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat or Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Just the first one. Uh, the first one. The second one. The mm. only good bit. With the one with the same director of Monster Hunter. I I feel... <laughs> what? <laughs> say, that, say that again. The same director as Monster Hunter. Paul W.S. Anderson. He did Mortal Kombat. He did the Resident Evil franchise. He's now doing Monster Hunter. And he did Event Horizon. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> So the director of this new Monster Hunter film, he directed Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, Event Horizon, the Resident Evil series. I'm suddenly, I'm suddenly very excited. Ooh, Event Event Horizon. That's that's a film. Event Horizon as well. Yeah, with Sam Neill. That was good, wasn't um, it? Um, that was creepy tastic. Sam Neill and Lor- Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Morpheus yep. was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Mortal Kombat was great. See, see, there's there's a long pause because I'm trying not to be swayed with my statement on no video game film has ever been good. Well, feel- Tomb Raider wasn't too bad either. Jumanji was a great video game film. Jumanji. Jumanji was a great video game film. J- Jumanji was good fun. It yeah. was great. I have no time for the new Jumanji films. They're hot take. <sighs> it was fun. Well, all we know is it's going to be a big budget action film with monsters in it. You know, I... Worst case, yeah, it's yeah. rubbish. 
It's right. It's got Ron Perlman. It's got right. Mila, was it Javokovic in it? I, I've clearly not done my research enough into this. Monster Hunter was obviously worth my time. You know, if it's got Ron Perlman and it's directed by the bloke who did Mortal Kombat, you know, wow, I think it's time to take a break <laughs> and me put my, my head in an oven. It's fine. No, no, let's stop. Take a break. If your friends haven't told you, McDonald's Spicy Chicken McNuggets are back. The ones made with spicy tempura and aged cayenne. But before you go telling friends, make sure you get them first. Order ahead on the McDonald's app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For a limited time at participating McDonald's. Small business owners, is your internet making office tasks painfully slow? Are your file upload speeds? <laughs> Sluggish? Are your video calls ch- I- 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 uh, Oppie, you need more speed. AT&T Business Fiber gives you up to 20 times faster upload speeds at half the price of cable. Faster upload speeds mean smoother, less glitchy video conferencing and faster file transfers. Visit att.com slash business fast or call 844-702-FAST to get our best price on our best service. Imagine it, up to 20 times faster upload speeds at half the price of cable. AT&T experts can help you upgrade to AT&T Business Fiber. Soon, you're going to love your internet. Call 844-702-FAST-NOW. Comparison by Telogical Systems, 12-2020. Hello, and welcome back to the final part of Kaiju Curry House. I'm here with Alex and Joe discussing the year ahead of Kaiju just hopefully awesomeness that we cannot wait to see. Uh, right before the break, we were having a debate over Monster Hunter and if it could be a good or, or bad film based on the pedigree. Um, Alex, now you've had a few minutes to calm yourself. Are you still against or <sighs> are you willing to watch the trailer at least for Monster Hunter when it's released? I, you waste? Dear listeners <laughs> and co-hosts i will watch the trailer for monster hunter now that you've told me that it was directed by the same person who did her event horizon and the resident evil movies uh many of them or just one um i don't know how many of them i think he did most of them didn't he okay so resident evil director event horizon and mortal Kombat. i i will trust you and I will, I will watch it. Um, I'm not scared of being hurt, but you know, I'll, I'll do it. 2020 is the year to be proven wrong. I just feel that generally video game movies are not fantastic. No, I would agree. I mean, I had my high hopes for Assassin's Creed and. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm being, I'm being over the top for, for the sake of being silly, but they're often rushed. And the source material isn't handled very well, and it often just feels sloppy. For example, it's obviously low ranking on the kaiju meter, but I will give you a film based on a video game. Dead or Alive. Can you remember the... Ja- oh, wow. Yeah, oh, wow. Can you remember the Japanese beat-em-up that... Um, I can. And... As a side project from Dead or Alive, there was Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. <laughs> yes, there was. They knew their target demographic well. Oh, the physics models were just fantastic in that the, game. The physics models where you could you could change you could change the physics of the game. Yes. Um You want them to bounce at the right. And Well, I wasn't gonna go into that much detail. I wasn't gonna say that. That the the, the balls. The volleyballs. Tre- tremors 
Island Fury, Tremors 7. Let's move on. Oh, Tremors 7. We have to talk about Tremors at least once during a podcast. Of, yeah. We do. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> what are the Graboids doing now? Paul, you're a resident expert. Enthrall me. I don't know. I thought worms didn't like water. Don't worms not like water? Like, how did they get on the island? What the- <laughs> Well, maybe... Well, they fl- They obviously they went for the life cycle... You know, they were an ass blaster, flew across the ocean, and the eggs ended up there. Do we have? Do we have? Do we have any idea like what island this will be taking place on? Because isn't this where the rich are hunting graboids now? It's been filmed on. It's been filmed in Thailand, I believe. Oh. Um, fairly certain. Yeah, I, I was fairly certain it was filmed. It was filmed in Thailand. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It, it looks promising. Have you seen the cast for it? Um, I flicked through, yeah, I think uh, Michael Gross did a tweet about a few of the actors in it, and I did recognise some of them, which was quite nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm not <laughs> fully certain on Prince. It's a Tremors movie. I know one of the actors. <laughs> surprise, surprise, there will be Michael Gross in it as Bert, and, you know, um, come hell or high water, eventually, Paul, I will bring you Michael Gross uh, to this podcast alive. Oh, like, please you know, do. I'd like to state. Yeah, he will be alive, <laughs> and we will get him as a guest eventually. So if you're if you're listening to us right now, Michael Gross, come on the podcast, because I know that you tune in to us every week. Thank you. Um, I'm not certain on pronunciation, but John Heder, John Hader, who was in Napoleon Dynamite as the main character, he's in Tremors 7. Uh, also, Jackie Cruz, who was one of the main characters in Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but I've not seen Orange is the New Black, but the cast looks pretty solid. Um, you're, you're looking very puzzled, Joe. Oh. Have you seen Orange is the New Black? Uh, no. It's not a kaiju show, you want to know. Yeah, I know, I do know, I do know of it, it's just, I'm not the target audience. (laughs) I've seen a few, I think I saw the first two or three seasons, it was good. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been following Tremors 7 through social media, and it it looks good. Uh, As I understand it, it's due for Halloween release this year, so you've still got plenty of time. That's plenty of fortnights of us discussing Tremors at every opportunity, so that that will happen. Yep. Marvellous. What are your expectations, Paul, for Godzilla vs. King Kong, if anything? What are your expectations? I'm going to try and set them quite low. (laughs) in the nicest possible way, because... See, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> it, is, it is a real shame. It's just, that's a shame. But that... I just... I'm sure it's going to be entertaining. I just don't know if it's going to be a really good film, if that makes sense. Is it just going to be a big budget, you know, monster battle royale? Which is fine. <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But is this yeah. the... but we've already we've already had that, though. We had that in the last film. We did have that. Yeah, so are we just to get that again? Or are they going to yeah. have, have a good... I mean, is there going to be a good story? Can there be a good story? Kind hmm. of... I don't want to be rude or, you know, like, sound pessimistic, but I don't know that That's... we're going to be getting a great story. I mean... I mean, not that the original King Kong versus Godzilla, you know, was a fantastic story, let me tell you, <laughs> but, you know... I mean... I, I, I hope it pulls it off. The, the, the bar has been set low... When was original Godzilla vs. King Kong? 60... 62. 64? 62. 60, 62. It, it was a different time. 
Japanese actors could wear blackface and they could <laughs> offer children cigarettes. You know, it, um, we've, we've come along considerably since then, not just in CGI, but also in cultural relations. I'm not expecting to see much blackface. <laughs> I'm not expecting to see many children getting cigarettes. So really, I'm going in blind. I have nothing in terms of expectations. There may be a giant octopus. Okay. There may be a giant octopus. I, I just... I'm not that bothered. I, I, I don't have a burning ambition to see Godzilla fight King Kong. It's not ever been something which I've been excited about. But what if they fight on a battleship? Would that sell it to you? I, I think that that is nonsense. I, oh. You would like them to fight on a battleship. Um, that ship would sink or capsize. I am sorry. <laughs> also, my, my girlfriend has just totally schooled me and she's pointed out a film that was a decent video game um you know, uh, a video game film, Rampage. Yeah, love a good one. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, like... Could they just keep coming? Alex, we we could just keep throwing these out. We stopped because... <laughs> well, you, you stopped listing them because I had admitted defeat. I haven't admitted defeat. Go on, give me another good video game movie. Go on, Joe. We've already given the Jumanji movies. We've already given Rampage, Mortal Kombat, Wreck-It Ralph... I'm going to throw out Mario Brothers because I thought that movie was oh wow awesome. Even though <laughs> even though lots of other people didn't like it, but I was like amazing dinosaurs. That Yoshi that Yoshi was amazing. I loved it. You've lost you've lost the moral high ground by saying Mario Brothers movie. I loved that Yoshi. What about um, Detective Pikachu? Oh my god, Detective Pikachu! De- Detective, Detective Pikachu. I'm I'm losing this, aren't I? Um, I thought Warcraft was quite good. Um, I don't know if you've seen that one. So, wait, let's, get, let's get this right. Have I, so, have I whiffed? Have I said that right? You may have whiffed this one. Swing and a miss, Alex. I've whiffed, it. I've, I've whiffed this one. Okay, swung and missed. Right. Is there a sound effect for whiffed that I could use? <laughs> it's just like, it's just, it's okay. just like a bat swinging through the air, you know, just that little whistle okay. as it hits nothing. Wow. So should, we, should we stop there of films or do you want us to keep listing them? <laughs> Indeed. Wow. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I'm... <sighs> I step down. Um, I think what I feel a bit sad about with Godzilla vs. King Kong is that I was so excited months before Godzilla King of the Monsters came out. When the first trailer was announced and, you know, was released, I was just absolutely, like, sort of goosebumps. I was ridiculously hyped. That's a great trailer, though. It is a great trailer. <laughs> I think I like the trailer more than the film. The, the, the trailer's absolutely amazing. It's just such a well-made trailer. The, the use of Claire de Lune, absolutely phenomenal. And... Just, the level of hype was just ridiculous for the new Godzilla movie, and I'm just I'm not quite getting that for Godzilla vs King Kong. It, it might be a canny film, and as you say, Paul, set your expectations low. But I'm more excited by Antlers, which just I haven't even been following. But I looked it up today, and I was like, yeah, that, that looks good. Um, yeah. Um, similarly, Underwater. If you can, if you can get past Kirsten Stewart being in it. Joe, that might be the film for you this year. Yeah. I mean, like, if anybody's going to look like they're staring into the abyss and have no reaction to <laughs> Kirsten Stewart, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kirsten Stewart. I didn't like Twilight. No, I didn't like Twilight, but I'm going to hold out hope. 
And I mean, this is just a, a small selection of films that I saw on Internet Movie Database. There's no doubt going to be a ton of films coming to Netflix and Sci-Fi Channel and other things that will just drop. And because of that, just, you know, no time to... Hey, you, you've done your... Sorry? You've done your, I was going to say you've done your homework brilliantly. There's, there's plenty of I've material. Got, I've done some there. homework, yeah. But it's quite nice, isn't it, when there's just a drop. Like um, like Cloverfield, that just came out of nowhere. Nowhere? Nowhere. It was yeah. fantastic. I mean, we might get a Cloverfield sequel this year, for all we know. It, because they keep talking about it. And I'll be more excited yeah. just to see this great trailer and say, this, oh, that's out next month. Rather than see all these leaked clips and hear rumours about the plot of Godzilla vs. Kong and start to make up in our minds if we think it's good or not. You know, yeah. several months. I agree up to a point. I agree up to a point. I think kind of the idea of a kaiju movie dropping just like Cloverfield, yes. I don't think we need a Cloverfield sequel. No? I think just... Okay. Hey, hey um, Alex. Alex. We had yes. Yeah. There were clever. There were yeah, clever but sequels. not official. Well, you know, <laughs> and they did. They did just kind of appear out of nowhere too. They did, but they. That, that's that's a yeah, vis- that's a vicious they lie. Really, sequels yeah. were they? <laughs> Although I, I heard I heard Ten Cloverfield Lane was really good. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Was it was a good film. Yeah, good. that they tacked yeah. Cloverfield yeah. to the end. Yeah, but I heard Cloverfield Paradox. Have I, I said it, it right? Paradox, yeah. That was. Uh, I heard that. It was, that was weird, a bit weird. Yeah. A bit weird. But again, that was just an unfinished film, wasn't it? Where they sliced Cloverfield bits in. Hmm. I want an actual, a, tr- a true sequel. Yeah, I hear you. Um, should we wrap up for the evening? Yes, let's do oh, that. Oh, we could. All right, folks. If nothing else from Joe, here's what you got to do for your 2020. You need to look up all of these films that we've just discussed, check them out, and let us know what you think. But also, you need to stay super hyped for Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> It will probably not be a plot movie, but it will be a very fun movie. So stay hyped for that. If you're looking for stuff to check out or to buy or what have you, if you want a solid recommendation, the Criterion Collection, um, it is solid. It is worth that price tag. I, I would endorse purchasing it now that I have it in my hands and I can look at it. You do. It's wonderful. You do get it's so good. You do get King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, with the subtitles in our region, the Japanese original, which to my knowledge has not been done before. That's great. You get all of the rare Showa films that if you were to go on Amazon, some of them, at least in the UK region, are zillions of pounds. So for the simple sake of it's actually released, you might want to go ahead and grab it now while it's still around. So I'm going to make that uh, definite recommend if nothing else alongside the films that the two um hosts have mentioned paul and joe tonight find me examples of good video game movies but specifically kaiju <laughs> ones because it might be that i need to sit down and Monster Hunter is the best kaiju movie this year. You, you don't know. I mean, we could all end up this summer being a bit disappointed by Godzilla vs. King Kong, but everyone going, you know what? Actually, Monster Hunter, that was the film. But what have you seen over the years that was a good kaiju video game movie adaptation, if such a beast exists? Alongside that, if nothing else, please check out our sibling podcast, Spellbound, as specifically at the moment, they are focusing... They are focusing on, my brain's gone, on Avatar The Last Airbender, which is a wonderful, wonderful TV show. I agree. So, yeah. Never seen it. 
Avatar's amazing. Avatar's wonderful. Yeah, Avatar The Last Airbender is amazing. Paul, check out Avatar. It's currently on Netflix. It's currently on Netflix. <laughs> Do it. Do it Paul, now. Watch it. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. Genuinely. Yeah. Okay. Paul, if nothing else, what you what are you going to recommend? Um, there's not much I can really recommend at the moment because uh, I haven't seen anything noteworthy. Um, I'm going to ask our listeners to recommend me something to listen to. Uh, if you know of a film coming out this year that yeah. we did not mention today, please get in touch so we can watch the trailer or you know read about it just so we can get hyped for perhaps some smaller scale kaiju or something like that. Um, there's nothing else really for me to add. I'm afraid. Sorry. I'm gonna. I, I promise. Next time, I will. I'm gonna watch or play some kaiju stuff for the next episode because I I have been slacking over the Christmas period. I'm afraid. Oh, actually, no. I saw Cookie. I promised I would watch Cookie. Oh wow! I did. You, so wait, you wait till the end to say this. I completely forgot. <laughs> it's not kaiju related though at all. There's, I mean, there's the naughty elf. There's Santa. <laughs> Paul, I dropped my, I dropped my mic in shock as he said that. I literally dropped my mic. Oh, there is a lot. I knocked it over. There, there's a lot of strange things in it. Um, no kaiju. It's missing kaiju. You hear that, Alan? You're missing kaiju in your film. Alan, come on. I, <laughs> it had, it had so much in it. It really did. And I, I won't lie, I did laugh a few times just because of how ridiculous it was. <laughs> I don't know if I could recommend it, but Cookie, the, the character Cookie, was funny. I mean, his lines in between the story were really good. Um, but it was, it was one of those, it's so bad that you need a few lemonades to make the most of it. But I sat through the full film and I've seen worse. I'll give it that. I'm not going to recommend it. I, would, I wish I watched Krampus instead. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> I wanted to watch Krampus. I didn't get around to it, but I promised I would watch Cookie, so I I did, and, and I did laugh at it. So it's you know it could have been worse. It's been fun, guys. Thank you very much. And um, I feel like I've totally <laughs> whiffed and I've been schooled this evening. So um, it's been deserved. It's been deserved. Thank you very much. Oh, this is where I say keep it casual, folks. Later's. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy New Year, and we'll catch you next time. listening to another episode of kaiju curry house our episodes are available on spotify apple podcasts google play spreaker or directly at heroespodcast.com if you want to get in touch with the show please do so at uk kaiju on facebook or twitter see you next time bye how do we think we're doing that was a really strong beginning, in my opinion. I think we're doing a great job, Alex. We just gotta stay on track. We gotta keep waffling, and we gotta just kind of gotta do it. Can we talk like that throughout the whole of the episodes? We could do an April Fool's episode where we all talk in funny voices. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that would be glorious. I would like that. The your friend asks for one of your fries. Just one, I promise. So you say, sure, have a fry. But they take at least seven fries. Thank you. Because it's never really just one fry, is it, Neil? There's a meal for every moment on the McDonald's one two three dollar menu. Get all your favorite items like the McDouble, small fries, four-piece chicken McNuggets, and McChicken for just a few bucks.
Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any offer or combo meal. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you could save an average of $470 on your auto insurance. That's a lot of money in just a few minutes. With savings like that, you could be lounging on an impractical amount of ornate and overpriced throw pillows you bought for your couch. But you won't because you're better with money than that. That's why you're calling us in the first place. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Based on average nationwide annual savings survey data, July to December 2020. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state.